Well, this morning I started talking about... I, I hesitate because I'm not exactly sure what to call it. I know I was talking about prophecy, but really what I want to talk about, and I think I'll continue in this for a little while, is the things of the Spirit. You could call it flowing with the Holy Spirit. You could call it getting into the Spirit. But I think I've had several people ask me, what it means to get into the Spirit. What, is it, what do you mean by that? And so I'm going to do my best to describe and share some of that with you. Um, but again, this is sometimes difficult for me to articulate. So I'm believing that the Holy Spirit's going to help me. And we're going to learn more and more about the flow of the Holy Ghost. How He speaks. How He moves. And how we can receive from all that he has for us. Let's look at John chapter 3. John chapter 3 verse 3 it says, Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, Except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. And Nicodemus said unto him, How can a man be born when he's old? Can he enter a second time into his mother's womb and be born? And Jesus answered, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, Except a man be born of water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. That which is born of flesh is flesh, and that which is born of spirit is spirit. Marvel not that I said unto thee, Ye must be born again. The wind bloweth where it listeth, and thou hearest the sound thereof, but canst not tell whence it cometh and whither it goeth. So is everyone that is born of the Spirit. So even in this explanation that Jesus gives, It's somewhat elusive. He said, you know, as the wind blows, you don't know where it's coming from, don't know where it's going. So it is with everyone that's born of the Spirit. One of the reasons that it can be difficult for us to follow the things of the Spirit is because those things that that are spiritual are spiritually discerned And the natural man cannot receive them. The natural man cannot understand them. And so we must receive it by the Spirit. That means opening up our inner being to receive from God. To hear what He's saying. To see. See, there's a scripture where Jesus said, I only do what I see my Father do. Somehow, He was able to see what the Father was doing in the earth. And you see that not with His natural mind, not with His natural eyes, but He could see in the realm of the Spirit and He could see what the Lord wanted done in that situation. And so it is with every person that's been born again and born of the Spirit, you can now have access to spiritual things. You do now have access to those things. But in order to walk in it, we're going to have to do something that we haven't done before. 
We're going to have to put to death, as we've learned here uh, for many, many years, we have to put to death the nature of the flesh. The old man has to be mortified so that we can walk after the Spirit. And we do that one way that we know well is that we spend time praying in other tongues. But you see, there's more to walking in the Spirit than simply praying in other tongues. It's the door, it's the, the, the gateway, if you will, into the realm of the Spirit. But see, we can spend hours and hours and hours praying in other tongues. We can receive revelations from the realm of the Spirit. But we have to learn how to walk with Him in those realms. See, it's more than just praying in other tongues. For me, I learned how to flow with the Holy Spirit by practicing it. And uh, I'll give you a couple examples because, see, not everyone is called to the fivefold ministry. Not everyone is called to deliver the Word of God in the same way. Not everyone's called to preach and teach and all those things. We're all called to have the Word and deliver the Word to our friends and family and so on and so forth and, and to preach the Gospel in our way, in our world that we live in. But we can't all practice the same things because we don't have the same callings. But there are ways that you can practice a partnership with the Holy Spirit and practice walking in the Spirit And it begins by, first of all, praying in other tongues so that we're opening up that channel through which the Holy Spirit communicates. Because the Bible tells us that when we speak in an unknown tongue, or our spirit, when we pray in an unknown tongue, our spirit is praying. Our understanding is unfruitful. It says in Acts, when they were filled with the Holy Ghost, they began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. So that's the beginning of opening that channel of communication. And I use the word communication because not every time that God speaks, is it a word or is it a phrase or is it uh, the same way that I'm speaking to you? But God can bring pictures and visions and dreams and uh, many other ways that he can communicate to us. And And if we've spent time praying in the Holy Ghost, we've opened up that channel of communication. And whenever we're doing our daily routine, whatever it might be, you have an opportunity to say, Holy Spirit, I need your help today. I'm asking you to show me what I need to do in this situation. And if we continue to, to monitor that place of the Spirit, that channel through which the Holy Spirit speaks, we learn how to walk with Him, how to flow with Him, how to manifest His mind for every situation. And, you know, He knows more about the minute details of life that we've skipped over than we could ever imagine. Many of the mistakes that we make, I believe, is because we haven't taken the, the time to monitor that channel which the Holy Spirit is communicating to us through. And I know this is basic stuff that we've learned here before, but I, I just sense in my heart that this is a, something we need to go over because of where we're going with God. The prophecies that have come forth... The instructions that we've received, the information that we know of what is coming, it's, the only way we are able to, to walk in the fullness of it is to stay in the Spirit. 
And so on a daily basis, it's important that we take the time to monitor that channel through which the Holy Spirit speaks, that communication that He has for us. For me, you know, uh, it might mean just shutting down for however amount of time that you can take. Sometimes it's just for a moment or two to say, Lord, am I missing something? Am I complete? Do I have everything? Is there something else that I need? I can't tell you how many times just on my job that I have to stop and say, you know, something isn't going right. So I'll stop and I'll just say, Holy Spirit, you know, what am I missing? And, you know, I I don't get paid to stand around and pray. But if I'm going to complete that job and I'm going to complete it right, I'd rather have his help than just to do it myself. And I I found out that I can do it uh, more efficiently listening to him than I can if I I continue on my own, you know, banging my head up against the wall trying to figure out what the problem is. And the Holy Spirit's there to help us through every single situation. We can flow with Him, and He'll take us beyond where we our natural mind can go into the things of the Spirit. Another way that I've learned how to flow with the Holy Ghost is hanging around Spirit-filled people. Not just hanging around like, uh, you know, going out to eat and that kind of thing, but actually spending time in prayer with those who are filled with the Holy Ghost and for the purpose of getting to know the realms of the Spirit. When I was young, first moved out here to Tulsa, Oklahoma, I came here to go to school at Spartan, and I got connected with a group of people from Rayma Bible College because my brother was going to school there. And we would get together once a week, and we would pray, and basically we just prayed in the Holy Ghost. We'd have a group of us, there might be five of us, there might be ten of us, six of us, whatever. And we would just pray in the Spirit, and we continued to do that week after week. And what, what began to happen is we would, we would all come together, and we'd pray, and we'd just kind of shut off our... Uh, natural mind and our our thoughts for a moment, just to pray in the Holy Ghost until uh, we felt like the Holy until we felt like the Holy Spirit showed up, <laughs> and He would, He would come, and uh, sometimes we most of the time we'd all pray until we get to a, a a point where we look around and none of us are praying. So what's happening? And this person would share, this is what I saw in prayer, this is what I saw in prayer, this is what the Lord was showing me. And it began to build us up, and we started flowing with the gifts of the Spirit. We'd we'd prophesy, we would uh, see healings take place. We saw uh, amazing things happen, just because we purposely decided, together, we're going to go into the realm of the Spirit. And it began by praying in other tongues, and asking the Holy Spirit to have His way. And I would encourage, if you have that opportunity, we have intercessory prayer on Saturday morning. We come together to pray and to see the Holy Spirit move. And I believe He will. And also, you can do that in your own home. You can do that by yourself. Just you and the Holy Ghost. <laughs> you know, I've had awesome experiences with God alone in my home, in my bedroom. Just calling out to Him. Spending time asking Him to come. And He's come. And so, 
It's important that we set aside the things of this world in order to listen and to monitor that channel where the Holy Ghost is communicating to us. And uh, again, I use the word monitor because it's not always that we're listening for words. But you know, like um, if I say the word dog, you don't see D-O-G. You see maybe your dog or a familiar dog or a dog of some kind. It's the same, that same, what we might call imagination, the Holy Spirit will use that to speak to you. He's used it many times, many, many times. He speaks to me that way. Sometimes when I'm praying for someone, I'll see something like that. And I'll have a little picture of what the Lord is wanting to tell that person. And I can just explain to you what I see in the picture. And that's how he's communicating. So these are realms of the spirit that it's important for us to look for, to experience and to allow into our life. Now, we don't do this just so that we can be spiritual. That's why we begin by praying in other tongues, building ourselves up on our most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost, allowing Him to mature us and bring us to a place where we can flow with Him. Because uh, without the new birth, which we have, without Jesus, the spirit realm is no place for you to hang out. We need to be there and allow the Holy Ghost to take us there. But I know that He's welcoming us. He's calling us to a higher level with Him. He's calling us to walk with Him in the realms of the Spirit. And it's important for us to be uh, able to open ourselves up to that move that He's bringing and to the direction that he's taking us. Because he's not taking one person, he's taking us as a body, and we're, we're entering into the place of revival. And even where, what we're going we're, we're gonna to confess tonight, where those things happen are in the realm of the Spirit. And when that realm becomes more real to us than this realm, then, then we can walk in the truth of it, where it's not only faith that we're saying it but it's a reality because it's done but it's done in the realm of the spirit Uh, let's look again at first corinthians and we're going to look at chapter 12 chapter 12 verse 1 paul says now concerning spiritual gifts brethren i would not have you Ignorant. Now, uh, the word gifts in my Bible is italicized, and I believe for good reason. I, th- I believe he's talking more than just specific gifts, but he's talking about the things of the Spirit. He would not have you ignorant concerning those spiritual things, the manifestations of God. We'll skip down to verse 7. Says, but the manifestation of the Spirit is given to every man to profit with all. And so, when we talk about the gifts, when we talk about the manifestations of the Spirit of God, we're not uh, using these things to promote ourselves or to promote anything that our ideas are. But but we're flowing with the Holy Spirit for Him to do His work through us. 
The manifestation of the Spirit is given to every man to profit with all. For to one is given by the Spirit the word of wisdom. To another the word of knowledge by the same Spirit. To another faith by the same Spirit. To another gifts of healing by the same Spirit. To another the working of miracles. To another prophecy to another discerning of spirits, to another diverse kinds of tongues, to another the interpretation of tongues. But all these worketh that one and the self-same spirit dividing to every man severally as he will. For the body is one, hath many members, and all the members of that one body being many are one body, so also is Christ." For by one spirit are we all baptized into one body, whether we be Jews or Gentiles, whether we be bond or free, and have been all made to drink into one spirit. For the body is not one member, but many. If the foot shall say, because I'm not of the hand, because I'm not the hand, I am not of the body, is it therefore not of the body? And if the ear shall say, because I'm not the eye, I am not of the body, Is it therefore not of the body? If the whole body were an eye, where were the hearing? And if the whole were hearing, where were the smelling? But now hath God set the members, every one of them in the body, as it hath pleased him. And if they were all one member, where were the body? But now are they many members, yet but one body. And the eye cannot say unto the hand, I have no need of thee, nor again the head to the feet, I have no need of you. Nay, much more those members of the body which seem to be more feeble are necessary, and those members of the body which we think to be less honorable, upon these we bestow more abundant honor, and our uncomely parts have more abundant comeliness." For our comely parts have no need. But God hath tempered the body together, having given more abundant honor to that part which lacked. That there should be no schism in the body, but that the members should have the same care one for another. And whether one member suffer, all the members suffer with it. Or one member be honored, all the members rejoice with it. Now ye are the body of Christ and members in particular. So when we look at these manifestations of the Spirit, we look at these gifts of the Spirit, and we can see that there's a purpose behind them. It's not just so that um, you can be recognized, as I've said, but there's a purpose there in this entire chapter is really talking about unity and coming together as a body and functioning healthy as the body of Christ. And if we're going to have that, then we're going to have to have manifestations of the Spirit in each one of our lives. In everything that we do, it's important that we're in tune with the Holy Ghost and we allow Him to manifest what He wants to at the time that He wants to because it's as He will. And I know, and I'm not reading this so that we could, so that I purposely just read through those gifts because I don't want to focus on those specific gifts. What I want you to focus on is the the uh, manifestation of the Spirit of God. And I want you to take purposely look at your life on a daily basis and notice how the Holy Spirit is manifesting through you because He's doing it. He's manifesting every day of your life. And sometimes we miss out on the things of the Spirit because we have all these other things going on and we realize what we've accomplished today. 
But then we, we hadn't really recognized how the Holy Spirit was leading us. See, He's leading you every single day. Sometimes we're led almost subconsciously because when you look back at it, you're like, how did that happen? It shouldn't have been that way, but because He was with me. I missed that accident this morning or, or whatever it might be. And when we do that, we are acknowledging Him and He's directing our paths. But it's so easy to just dismiss those things and just go on and we're like, well, that was good that that didn't happen. But see, we need to acknowledge God in our life and recognize the things of the Spirit so that they can be uh, magnified. And we magnify the things of the Spirit so that the things of the flesh are destroyed because the only way we're going to put the flesh to death is through the Spirit. We can't, in our own strength, mortify the things of the body. We can't, in our own strength, put to death all that the flesh has built up in us. But we can, through the Spirit, mortify the deeds of the body. We can, through the Spirit, walk after what He has for us. And in doing so, in, in acknowledging the life that's in us, in acknowledging the Spirit that's moving through us, we're giving uh, that attention to Him rather than to our own flesh. And so I think where the frustration comes many times is we recognize where we walked in the flesh. We've recognized where we've missed it. We've recognized when it wasn't God. But we need to look at the times when it was God and emphasize those things in our life so that we're walking after that. That's what it means to walk after the Spirit. Because if we're always recognizing where our flesh needs to die, then we're walking after the wrong thing. Because then the goal is then how do I get rid of more of my flesh? How do I mortify more of my flesh? Well, the way you do that is to walk more in the Spirit. (laughs) It's to emphasize the things of the Spirit. It's to acknowledge how God is moving in your life. And when you acknowledge that, it it does something to, to your thinking where you're like, oh, that is what's important. That is what I need to focus on. And when you say, I shouldn't be doing this anymore, you're focusing on that thing that you don't want to have in your life any longer. We have to change our focus so that our mind is renewed to the things of the Spirit. See, God isn't interested in all that you did wrong today. We can just say, Lord, forgive me. I realize I've missed it, but forgive me. Now there's times that there's things you have to confess because it might be something very specific that you need to get free from. I understand that. But in a general sense, you know, we acknowledge that we've missed it, but we give a greater acknowledgement where we hit it today, right? Where I was on target today. I thank you, Lord, that you were with me. As I, when I was in that meeting today, I thank you, Lord, for what happened in that. I recognize you, Holy Spirit. You led me to say that. You led me to do that. You helped me to accomplish that. And so I honor you for that today, Lord. And, and when we begin to give honor to the Holy Spirit and the manifestations of the Spirit, the manifestations become more prevalent in our life and we become more aware of them. And, and in that way, we as a body can come together because the, the manifestations of the Spirit are to profit with all. And when Billy's manifesting in the things of the Spirit, then it brings life to everyone else around him. And if I'm having a bad day and things didn't go right with me, but the Holy Spirit is manifesting through my brother and my sister, then we're able to meet the needs of one another. And we're walking in the things of the Spirit to a degree 
where we're able to be a healthy body that he's called us to be. That's really what this whole chapter is about. It's not necessarily, and it's not only talking about the individual gifts, but he's talking about how these manifestations of the Spirit bring us together in unity to stand as one body. And, you know, God has made it clear to us over and over again that he's taking us as a body or as an army, or as a group, into revival. He's not taking us individually, but He's growing us up together, maturing us and preparing us for the front lines. He's preparing us for what what He's bringing in revival. And and I'll, I'll say this. There's some that are here that in times past... You've walked in the realms of the Spirit in a greater measure than you do today. And for some people that you've wondered, why was it, Lord, that things were so easy before, and now it seems like that's not as prevalent in my life. And I believe the reason for that is, God gives us glimpses of the full picture before we enter into the fullness of it. And so it's not that He ever took it away from you, but it's that He's maturing you to a place where you can walk even further than you had before. And uh, you're going to see greater manifestations than what you've seen in the past. You're going to see... Uh, yeah. Uh, okay. Tell you, I try to prophesy just in in English, and he always brings me back to tongues and interpretation. For some of you have said in times past, I've seen the power of God. I've seen the miracles flow. I've seen healings come. Why now am I not seeing what I once saw? Why now am I not hearing what I once heard? Why now does it seem as though the Holy Spirit is further away from me than He was once before? And I would say unto you, my child, I have not left you, nor have I stepped one inch away in one way or another. But I've been with you through all of this to bring you through a training where you will be able to walk in a greater measure than what you had seen before. Where the miracles that once flowed sporadically will flow like water as you step out into the fullness of what I've called you to. So do not be discouraged nor be concerned with what has happened in times gone by. But look to me and trust me as I'm bringing you closer to the full manifestation of what I have. For there have been some who walked in, in a 
portion of the anointing and continued on with their own strength to hold on to what I was doing. And they lost all that I had because they weren't willing to flow with me. But you'll see that I come in times and seasons. You'll see that I come and I bring a manifestation of my spirit in a way that is not common to the natural way of thinking. And some will say, well, the Holy Spirit must have left because I don't see it happening this way right now. But understand that I'm always moving. And then at times it's in hiddenness. At times it's in a private way. So don't think that I have left or that I'm not moving through you or through a person that you had trusted in times past that I'd flow through. But know that I'm still moving and I'm preparing each one who understands the ways of my spirit. I'm preparing you for a greater manifestation. And you'll see some have cried out and said, I must have this. They said, I must walk in this. I've got to have the fullness of it. But I say to you, be patient and trust the work that I am doing. Trust the path that I've put you on. For you'll see that I'll be able to do more if you'll wait on me. And you'll allow me to prepare and to bring you to a place where you can stand, you can withstand the things that this world will oppose you with, the things that the enemy will oppose you with, as you are matured in the things of God and as you are brought to a a higher place in me, you'll be able to withstand the things that this type of anointing will bring. You'll be able to stand as the enemy throws his best at you. But you see, you must be patient and wait on me, for I don't want to lose even one, says the Lord. But I don't want to lose even one. So be patient. Wait on me. Hold fast to the truth that you know. Hold fast and and expect a flow of my spirit. Expect the anointing to increase. But allow me to bring it by the way of my spirit. And don't reach out ahead trying to make it happen where I'm not uh, leading and bringing you into it. For this is why I've said there will be waves. There will be waves of my spirit. There will be waves of anointing. There will be times where where it seems as though uh, nothing could stop what is happening. And you might see a season of that. And then it may die down. may not be what... You had expected it to be. But don't stop. Keep pressing in. Keep going forward. Stay patient and stay the course and see that I will come again and I will bring again that power and that glory. For it's not that I bring it and then take it away and bring it and take it away, but it's just simply that there's different manifestations of my spirit and there are different times in which I'm able to move and just allow me... To take you on the journey and stay on the path. Don't be distracted. Don't abandon ship. But stay steadfast. And you'll see that you won't miss out. You won't miss out on my glory.
Hallelujah, Jesus. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. All right. We're going to go into the confession part of the service.